Facebook. Hello, it's Thursday. Now look at this. I'm the ghost on the side. Yep, let me show you Andy. There's Andy. Um, and look at the Vox World headquarters being emptied out for the uh, trek to Ohio. So there's not a lot, not a lot happening. Look at the bags under my eyes. Look at the chin under my chin. This is why we do podcasts, guys. This is why we do not do TV shows. Let me just let me just say that <laughs> right now. Oh so, my goodness! So we've got some questions today, Andy. Yes, I've heard. Uh, and uh, oops, I just bumped the thing. So this is so this is what it will be like. You'll be able to chime in. You can hear Andy, but not see Andy. Which we, and you'll be able to see me and hear me. Which currently, if if we're being honest, it should be the reverse. <laughs> Hardly, actually, you won't. If once you're uh, once you're in Ohio, uh, actually, you won't be able to see me. I won't be in the room. So or hear me even. What? I so won't, it's just me answering be, questions for myself. Right, but I'll be on the Facebook comments, just lighting it up. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got some questions today, my brothers and sisters. Um, we love doing this. It's amazing how many people end up watching this thing. You know, it's kind of scary. Yeah, it is something, huh? Uh huh. And they're out there. <laughs> and they're out there forever. Yes, forever. Yes. <laughs> so I love this question from my uh, friend Kevin. Tim, the Bible cartoon guy, said something that struck me as odd in your podcast. He said that God will rule the earth through man. That was odd. It made me think of the evangelical power complex and crusades. Maybe you can answer that on a Facebook Q&A. Should I pledge allegiance to Trump? Yes, absolutely. No, uh, Kevin, my friend. Yes, so, so there's this initial... Um, the thing that, that, uh, Tim, uh, referenced and it's hard to, man, it's hard to answer a question. And look at myself, you know, it's hard enough hearing my own voice, which is not <laughs> that great, but like looking at myself is like a whole different, how, how did I get married? How did I get married? I don't understand. I think, I think it's good that women aren't maybe as visual. I don't know if that's a stereotype. I don't know if that's true, but I, I'm hoping it's true. Oh, my goodness. Or as my wife once told me with a straight face, she's like, you know, your personality makes you more attractive. And hey. I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'd rather be called Foxy, but if that's what I got to settle for, then that's what I got to settle for. Um, so let's talk about what it meant. Yes. So when it says that human beings are made in the image of God, um, those are words for, um, those are worship and temple words, image and likeness or worship and temple words. And they also, they also, um, then, uh, reflect the, the commissioning that God gives the man and the woman, namely that they are to care for the earth or to subdue it. They're to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and the animals of the fields. But, but here's the thing, they were to do it. Because they were made in God's image, that, that's the boundary that they were given. Namely, man, namely, I'm liking the word namely today. Um, <laughs> uh, that, they, uh, that they were to do it in a way that was consistent with the creator's intention, the creator's means, the creator's process, um, and the creator's goals for all that the creator had made. And so anytime power is used in a, in a way or in a manner that's antithetical, to uh, God's original purposes and intention for the shalom he was intending to use the humans to create and sustain, then that is not power that is exercised rightly. So no, you do not have to, simply because God said God was going to 
uh, divest God's self of, of a bit of his own authority and to rule through vice regents called human beings. It's only when those human beings are ruling and reigning in ways that are congruent with the purposes and instrumentalities of God uh, that they are worth following. Now, now you have obviously legal issues with the presidency and you know we're to respect those in leadership, but that doesn't mean that God um, would would pick those people as leaders. I don't I don't believe that. I think what God does is that God you know shapes the hearts of kings and bends them and those sorts of things. But we're still free, and there are better rulers and worse rulers and uh, worse rulers. And um, so <laughs> I think that <laughs> no, you should not pledge allegiance to Trump. And it does the idea that we should rule. Uh, the earth, rule there, subdue the earth. Those words that are used are uh, have a worship background to them. They're similar to the words that were used in worship in the temple. Um, and they they are totally to be done in ways congruent with what the creator's purposes were for originally. Mm. Love it. Whoa. Boom. Dang. All right. So, oh yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading yeah, number you, two. You got the questions. I got the questions today. Look at this right here. Questions. See that? Right there. That's the question that's going to get it. Um, how do we discern uh, lo what location we're called to? Does God call us to specific cities and what categories do we think through in making the decision? Part of the reason I ask is that I moved to a city for a specific reason, uh, job slash church, but life has happened. Things have changed and I want to really assess the reasons to stay or leave. I'm hoping you get more specifics as opposed to general God's will question. Oh my goodness, that is a great question. Now, um, I don't know that how how specific I can get for you, my man, um, because I don't know the specifics of the situation. I can say generally, and I, maybe this is the answer that you were hoping I would avoid, that generally, um, I think there are times God has specific cities, God has specific plans, God has specific um, things for us to do. But it, it, it seems like that's more the exception rather than the rule. And, uh, and so I believe that God teaches us discernment, that God in partnership with the Spirit and the community and the Scriptures teaches us discernment and wisdom. And, uh, and very often, uh, God opens up doors and allows us to choose between them. I, I feel like um, as we've had to wrestle with uh, whether or not go, we're going to Ohio or whether or not we're staying in California, the sense we kept getting over and over and over is that God was saying, you can really do whichever one. I'm, I'm with you either way. And so then for us, other factors uh, came in to play. Um, what's best for uh, the, uh, our family, what's best for Vox, what's best for my health, what's best for my mom's relationship with us as a family. And, uh, and so we began to, to, to lay down groundwork uh, both to stay in California and to move to Ohio. And our prayer was that God would begin to just simply uh, close doors or open doors and that he would use circumstances to do that. What God did instead is that he left both doors beautifully and wonderfully wide open till we came to the point where we felt like, hi, Eric Chandler, uh, where we felt like we had to uh, make a decision and the right decision felt like moving to Ohio. And it was a decision that, you know, if you're just hearing about, um, go to the Vox community page and you can hear kind of our announcement about why and what our process was. So yes, does God have specific things? Yes. Do our specifics match his always? Nope. Um, uh, but I think the general, and, and, and we'll do a whole episode on this. I mean, because I've 
referenced it so many times. Uh, the idea that God has a specific will for every decision that we make, I, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think he teaches us wisdom and discernment. So for your specific question, hey, you thought you were going for a specific thing, then life happens, that doesn't work out. Well, God can still redeem it. Nothing is lost. God can still use this, mm-hmm. and it can actually set you up for things that maybe God has for you in the future in ways that you can't even imagine just yet. Wow. So bless you. Yep. All right, last question. What did I do with it, Andy? You had one one? on your phone, in your email, and on a piece of paper. Oh, here's my email. Oh, this is a good one, Andy. Now, if I pull my email up like that, they still see me, right? Oh, yeah. They see see you doing things. All right, nice. All right, this is a great question. (laughs) Is monogamy normal? Maybe I've just been hurt too much to think I can trust one person to be satisfied with for the rest of my life, or maybe I just like different things and different people and appreciate them for all their uniqueness. I read and see a lot from both sides, and I can't decide which I think is right or best. Ooh, I like that. That is a, what pair of socks should I wear today? (laughs) See, this is so distracting. Hi, Kimmy. (laughs) Great to see you. Um, He wants you to wear your white socks. White socks today with uh, with Birkenstocks because wow. that's very hip. Yeah, that's what Jesus wore. That's very ninety five Christian camp. So, <laughs> so is monogamy normal? Okay, so um, there's a difference between normal and normative. Um, normative is what's ideal for a culture. What's normal is what's commonly practiced. So mm-hmm. you see the difference. Yes. Right. I was talking to Andy there when I looked away. I forget he's not there. Um, and so so is monogamy, monogamy normative? Well, if you're assuming a biblical worldview, it is, absolutely. Because sexual intimacy, and I'm assuming because the question is monog- about monogamy, you're meaning primarily sexual intimacy. Sexual intimacy is supposed to be a covenant good, not just a consumer good. And uh, the difference is simply this. A consumer good is, is a, a consumer good is something that it's exchanged between two people for mutual benefit. Benefit. And when, when one party no longer benefits, then the one party is perfectly justified in leaving that arrangement. Covenant, a covenant good, is a good that says no matter what I'm getting out of this, I'm still putting into it. And so sexuality is to be expressed, if you take the traditional biblical teaching, uh, in uh, a covenant and it should be expressed monogamously. So the normative biblical answer is yes, it's absolutely clear, it's consistent, um, no question about it. But is it normal? Well, my 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 <laughs> my sexual desire would say no. Um, I remember I got married at 29, and and a buddy of mine said, "Okay, this is the last naked woman you're ever going to see." And and there was part of me that was like, "Oh, okay, um, all right, I." This, this is great. Uh, there's one that's fantastic. But, you know, there's another part of me that's like, well, can't, is it, can't polygamy be normal too? I mean, wasn't <laughs> it that wasn't in the, the Old Testament. <laughs> right? Wasn't that in the Bible too? But see, again, that was not never normative, but it was normal. Hmm. So, so is monogamy normal today? Well, I don't think for most people because um, love and sexual intimacy, um, we've learned to run it on adrenaline and run it on the excitement and Hollywood feeds this, you know, that, that moment where, 
um, you know, uh, the, the, the sparks fly and, and that, you know, and, and everything's like out the window. It doesn't matter if it's forbidden because we love each other. Um, you know, that's never been the narrative uh, in the scriptures. What sexuality is, is a sign of the covenant between two people. And, um, and uh, as a sign of the covenant, it only fits within the covenant according to the standard biblical teaching. So whether you buy that or not is going to be a big. If you're just reading and seeing from you know which you think is best, um, from totally taking the Bible out of it, I would simply say this. The fact that you've been hurt in relationships suggests that um, you are wired for monogamy or else you wouldn't have been hurt. Um, if you're just wired to just uh, go after one partner and dump them, and go after another one and discard another one, um, then I don't think it would be, it would hurt so much. And in fact, neuroscience, we did a, uh, a whole talk years ago on the neuroscience behind monogamy, that, you, that there are neurochemicals released um, after sexual intimacy that design, that are designed to bond you with the person you just had intimacy with. And that if you continue uh, to to um, allow the, the those release of those chemicals, and then you rip away from uh, from the folks you've just experienced intimacy with. You actually diminish your capacity to experience the fullness of what a faithful monogamous relationship would give you. So, uh, if you want to read more on that, there's a book called Hooked. I don't remember the authors off the top of my head, but um, that's a very it was a very interesting take on that. So. Um, understand the question. There are days when, uh, as just a as a dude, I would absolutely love um, to have as many sexual experiences as possible with as many sexual uh, people <laughs> as possible. Um, and uh, and and, but I but I realize uh, I don't think that's what we're built for. No, even if it's considered normal and acceptable in our world today, it's not what I'm built for. It certainly is not consistent with uh, with the picture Jesus paints of sexuality. And uh, and then lastly, I, I don't think monogamy or it is something that's non-monogamy. <laughs> let me say it again. I don't think non-monogamy leads to the kind of relational fulfillment that you're actually hungry for. So um, so let's be like two seconds or more than that on, on that topic. But wow, what a great question. I don't know if I did a great job with it. Because <laughs> What are you laughing at? Your, uh, your, your doubt. <laughs> My doubt? Hey, I thought it was a great answer. Well, I, was just, I just wanted to relate to the fact that I think people like... We've had plenty of people. Does it not kind of relate to even some people who feel like premarital sex now is more okay? Of course. You know, I, I mean, it's it's in that same kind of vein of thinking right now, I think, too. It's kind of like, well, okay, let's, uh, how much is, is really the, the monogamous tradition it, you right. know? And like, right. well, then what does that mean about premarital sex? Well, right. what does that mean about, you know, it, it, it kind of, it, it takes you onto a, a journey of other questions. So right. I thought right. your answer was great. Okay. Well, whether it's not, I love, <laughs> I, this is so distracting. But, um, but look how many people love you now. Look at this. Look at this question uh, from Ryan. I once heard that churches need hospice and the church might be in the ground and dying like a seed only to come up as something new and more beautiful or true to the direction of the kingdom of heaven on earth. What are your thoughts? I think in America, it does need, it does need to be put on hospice. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think in other places of the world, um, it is flourishing beyond our wildest imaginations. Mm -hmm. And... It's flourishing because the, the hope is actually in the spirit of God moving and Jesus is healing and appearing and not in our flashy technological fog machine produced services and attractional models. 
Right. So, I th- Brian, I think that's a beautiful point. Yeah. So the part, the, the difficulty for so many of us is how do we stay in love with the church but be willing to give up its forms? Because the, the our, we, we've just been captured, our imaginations have been captured by only one way of doing church, the big weekend gathering. And, um, and so I think there are increasing numbers of us who are really interested in trying other things because we're not disenchanted with the church. We're disenchanted with the forms the church has taken in America. And we realize those things aren't going to carry us far into the future. And I think, you know, the podcast we did with Matt Carter was a great one, Ryan, if you want to check that one out. So. There you go. Look at that. We can read the things and people are doing the thumbs ups on the bottom yeah Uh, can i thumb up myself right now (laughs) oh i'm gonna i'm gonna write a comment this is the greatest thing ever Uh, guys this is you can't get mad at me smiley face smiley face i'm just commenting smiley faces Uh, can i like this i'm gonna like this (laughs) you can't get mad at me if i go on twitter right now and quote you as can i thumb up myself Well, yeah, you may want to, in a question about monogamy, you may want to, you may want to nuance that just a little bit. Oh my goodness. Well, here's the funny thing, man. You're in total control of this right now. So you can hang as much as you want and ask other questions or you can get off this thing. So I have handed over control to Mike at this point at self-producing the uh, Facebook Q&A for the podcast. So, um, I, you could, you all can thank me later for oh my Mike's Mike's awful. decision late nights when he's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna jump on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump on Facebook. Q&A. Right. I'm gonna do a Q and A, and you can. You but don't need here, it. But here's the thing: like fourteen or fifteen hundred people watch this. I know. Well, we actually have, I think, the highest current watcher like right now than we've kind of had. Like we were usually got like fifteen, what? maybe Why twenty. Why did someone people. write tears? Why did someone write? They did tears. Why? Why are there tears? I think of the empty bookshelves on the back. I think that's conveying a certain idea of of abandonment. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like I'm sitting uh, with you now. See, look, we got right now. We have forty people watching. We, I don't. I can't actually remember a time where we've been on this and there's been more than forty people watching. So at, at the moment, I mean, I know we do about whatever you know when after the fact. But hey, that's what, killer. What are the tears? I don't understand the tears. This is this is. This is concerning. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, so, so this is literally live, and and the people right now, forty three people. That's literally how many people are watching right now. Yes. So while previously up, up to two thousand people watch after the fact, currently right now there's forty people sitting around you. It's like a table fellowship right now. Okay, this is on amazing. the internet. This is amazing. And what do these people do for work? <laughs> you ask them. <laughs> I mean, what, do you, what, what are you guys doing for work right now? What happened? I mean, this. Look at this. This is so interesting. Hi, Eric Chandler. Um, hello, Lavender Florence. Hello, Jenna Van Leer. Okay, so so yeah, just type something. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Eric's from Knoxville. Absolutely, Jeremy's on lunch break. All right, yep, it's lunch rush. Aline, you nailed lunch. A good time. Perfect. Someone's teaching Pilates right now and doing this. Is that what someone said? Yeah, Heather. Heather Lawson is teaching Pilates or are you asking Mike to teach Pilates? That could be fun. Being a teacher, um, split shift, work for the church, plenty of time to watch podcasts, (laughs) kids on video games, good parenting, Rebecca. Excellent. (laughs) Work from home. I could sit here all day. All right, Devin, let's do it. Listening at my desk, happen to have downtime at Disney. All right, Michael bored at work. Well, this is going to not help. Kickboxing, boxing instructor, Minecraft, child protective services. Oh my lord! <laughs> On break for Pilates. Okay, you guys are awesome. 
Oh, this is so much fun. Yes, oh, it Seth, is. Come here. Seth, come here. Oh, oh, oh we got a special oh, guest. We got a Seth Erie. We got a Seth Erie. Oh, mm. Seth, do you want to say anything? Yeah. Yeah? Did you just go home from school? Yes. Yes? What was school like today? Um, P.E. You had P.E. today? What did yeah. you do for P.E.? Snack um, recess. You did, what, you did what at recess? Yes, snack. You did snack? And juice box. And juice box? Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. All right, could you show people how you do your jumping jacks? Yeah. All right, here we go. The... These are the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. All right, ready? Right. Show people how you do jumping jacks. <laughs> you should all be clapping from your homes right now. Seth Erie, you want to say you want to say anything else before we go? Yes. Yes. What would you like to say? Let's say. No. What do you want to say? Um. There are people watching. Um. watching. People watching. Um, Nate. People watching Nate? Nope. Should we sing happy birthday to somebody? Yeah. Okay, let's sing happy birthday to Andy. It's Andy's birthday next week. That's right. All right, everybody, from your desks, on break from Pilates. All right, watching from Cleveland, Justin. Hi, Justin. I'm coming your way, buddy. All right, all these people are saying hi. Say hi, peoples. Happy birthday. All right, let's sing happy birthday to Andy because it's okay. Andy's birthday next week. All right, ready? Okay. All right, ready? You start. Happy birthday. To you. you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, birthday to you. <laughs> I don't think that was to Andy. No, it sounded like it was to David Robles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got lots, you got oh, lots of man. hearts, dude. Lots of hearts floating around there. Look at that. Man, this is... This I'll is throw down of, some of my own. Yeah. This is kind of addicting. All right. <laughs> and, and now all of, a, all of a sudden, we wonder why the millennial generation is going down the tube. <laughs> right. It's like, this is amazing, you guys. All right. Oh, you got kisses. Ladies and gentlemen, you just got kisses. Give them kisses. Oh, perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, this is the uh, first of many where I'm in control, yeah. which is scary. Yeah, that is scary. Newsies? <laughs> yes. You want to sing once and for all? No, Andy's I, not going to sing it. How unfortunately, about, how about seize the day. No, Daddy does not know that song. Nope. No, I don't know the song. Seth is a musical fan. He loves the Newsies. So let's hear it. Ready? Now's the time to seize the truck. Seize the truck. That's not how the song goes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hello from Portland. Oh my goodness, Poke Bowl and Jesus and Rock on Sethy. Um, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. All right. I don't want to I don't, I don't want to go. This I'm so, so sad exciting. we didn't do this sooner. <laughs> this is so exciting. Hello everybody. Oh. Newsies is the best. Someone else likes newsies. Yeah. Yeah. How much do papers cost? Um papers and newsboys and newsies. Yep, and papers and newsboys and newsies. They call them paps. Paps. You gotta sell some pat or some papes. Yes, is it papes? papes? Yeah, papes. <laughs> sell some papes. Get on the streets and sell some papes. <laughs> Minneapolis. Dang. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh. I know. For everyone jumping on right now, that's just catching the tail end of this thing. It's, right. We, we did Q and A. There's a bit of chaos going on in here. <laughs> I know. Seriously. All right. So, t uh, what? Nothing. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be trouble. 
No women's hammer for you, Dad. <laughs> Let's not sell paps. All right, you're right. It's papes. I think it was papes. <laughs> all right, all right. Blow kisses, buddy. We're out of here. Hey, 51. Thank you for tuning in. 51 of us. Let's go have lunch. Fox. It's 1222. Fox. Fox? Fox or, no, it's Vox. No, Fox. No, Fox. It's the Vox show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, many blessings to you. Hope you have a great day. Happy lunch break. Good job kickboxing. Um, happy Minnesota. Cleveland, we're coming to you, baby. All right, say bye. Yeah, bye. Say bye. Say bye. Hi, hi Natalie. Um, hi, Brian. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Dude, uh, Mrs. Ari, you want to make an appearance? Oh, Mrs. Ari says no. Says no. <laughs> says no. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Th this is going to be well. We'll have to do this every single day. I, I, that's why I'm a little afraid of that. <laughs> All right. See you later. Jeez. <laughs>